But we're going to start off a new series together, and this series is called Counterfeit. And I don't know if any of you have ever heard the word counterfeit before. Does anyone know what it means? Silence. Great. Well, it's all right, because I'm going to tell you what it means. Uh, it basically means something that's fake, but it is quite close to the real thing. Um, so it's usually used to kind of talk about money, talk about checks, talk about items. They can all be counterfeit. Um, and when Harvey asked me to do this talk, it was actually quite weird timing, because I just uh, re-watched one of my favorite films, and it's called uh, Catch Me If You Can. Has anybody seen it? Yeah! Yes, guys, my crew. Uh, and it's a really good film. If you haven't seen it, still go and watch it. I'm kind of going to tell you a little bit of the plot, but it is way more complex than I could even explain. So you could still go and watch it, and this isn't uh, really bad spoilers. Um, it has Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks in it. It's great. It's basically all about uh, counterfeits, and it's based around the somewhat true story. It's kind of a bit disputed whether this story actually was true, of this guy called Frank Abagnale Jr., and he runs away from home when he's a teenager, and he creates loads of these counterfeit checks. And he goes and cashes them in and gets money that isn't his. And he's doing okay. And then he walks down the street one day, and he walks past a pilot. And he realizes these people are giving a lot of respect to this guy who's in uniform. So he decides, I'm going to get in on that. And he goes into the bank and starts cashing in checks dressed as a pilot. He realizes this gives him kind of more credibility. And then he goes a step further and starts actually pretending to be a pilot. And he literally gets in the cockpit of planes. Then he pretends to be a doctor, then a lawyer. So you, he's getting pretty intense by this point. And kind of the film uh, starts to end. And he is captured uh, when he's 19. They arrest him. And he's stolen millions of dollars. And he spends 12 years in prison. And then another story for you guys. Has anyone ever used Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, some people. Maybe not many of you. We need to get... Guys, this could be a part of the, the chocolate bar thing, whether you're actually engaging. So get those hands up. Um, but my husband, Tom, decided that he was going to uh, sell his Apple Watch on Facebook Marketplace. And uh, this guy came to collect it, gave us some money, left. And with what the topic of this talk is, I'm sure you can imagine kind of where this story is going. But a few days later, I'm in the shop. I'm trying to use uh, some of this money, and I hand it over. And the lady takes a little look at it. She gets out, you know, those little pens they use. But I wasn't thinking too much of it, because people do that all the time. And then she starts to ask me, where did you get this money? I'm thinking, that's a bit strange. But I start to explain to her, like, my story, what happened. And then she goes, I'm really sorry. But you've been scammed this money is not real. Guys, we lost 200 pounds. That's like for a 19, 20-year-old, well, for anyone, that's quite a lot of money. And it was not fun. And I couldn't tell, but when it was put to the test, this money was counterfeit. It wasn't real. And there's tons of other stories, maybe not like this, but there's tons of other counterfeit things out there. They're produced all the time. And in fact, anything that kind of has some worth probably has a counterfeit made of it. It can be, uh, you know when you're on holiday and you go and get those Royoban fake Ray-Ban sunglasses? Or there were loads of fake Kylie lip kits going around. It's, it's everywhere. It's in makeup too. And I think there's even a way of doing faith that can feel a little bit counterfeit. And here's what I mean by that. We all know some people who... Uh, seem to have a really real relationship with God. Seems like they're friends with him, like they know him. But we probably also know someone 
who would say, I just kind of copy what my parents believe or what my crew leader tells me. And maybe that person is you and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. We all start somewhere. Our faith all starts somewhere. We all learn about it from someone else before we decide if this is something that we want for ourselves. But our hope is that we don't stay there. And our hope is that during this series, we can all take a step towards a real personal faith of our own. Now, if you're in the room and you would say you don't have a faith, please don't switch off. This is for you too. This is for you to test whether this whole faith thing, whether you can put it to the test. So what does a counterfeit faith look like? Maybe it looks like going to church because you want to be seen, but actually connecting with God, that's not something you want while you're there. Maybe it's talking a certain way and using church words, whatever they are, but you don't actually really know what they mean. You just feel like it's what you should say. Maybe it's believing something just because that's what your parents believe. Or maybe it's being one person at church and a completely different person wherever else you are. So how do you keep your faith from being a copy of someone else's? Or maybe how do you explore if faith in God could be something real for you? Or how do you move your faith from counterfeit to real? And in this series, we're going to look at how people grow when it comes to the spiritual side of life and how God moves our faith from something we hear about to something we live out. And wherever you would say your faith is right now, if it's nothing at all, if it's the center of your universe, if it's somewhere in between, there's always room for growth. So we can all listen to this and learn something. And if you've made a decision to follow Jesus already, this might be a great opportunity for you to grow your faith through this series. And if you haven't, that's okay too. This is a chance for you to check things out, listen, see if it's something maybe you want to consider. Either way, the exciting thing is that God wants to grow, wants you to grow in your relationship and your faith more than you do. God's interested in a real faith for you too. So today we're really quickly going to look at a message called uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, this is basically where Jesus is delivering a talk, a sermon's basically a talk, kind of a little bit like this. And it's called On the Mount because it takes place on a mountain. Um, but basically, if we're thinking about what it is, it's a little bit like us right now. Except imagine instead of me, it's Jesus, which obviously isn't hard to imagine because I'm so perfect. And that is a joke. And instead of a stage, it's a huge mountain. And in this talk that Jesus is delivering, there's a list of things to do. But this list is not, and this is a really important point, it's not a list of ways to make God accept you because God already accepts you. And if you guys hear nothing else today, just know that God accepts and God loves you. But this list of things Jesus talked about weren't uh, about earning a relationship with God. It was about things you do because of your relationship with God. So Jesus mentions things like love your enemy, give to those in need, pray, don't worry. And like I say, this list wasn't just good things to believe either. It was things we do because we believe. So we're going to pick up uh, at the end of Jesus's sermon and Jesus says this. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So Jesus mentions two big ideas, hearing his words and then putting them into practice. They go together. 
And if you would say you're a Christian here today, I think we can sometimes feel like hearing the information is the whole point. Like uh, we think coming along to church or to cruise or going to a Christian summer festival is enough. That if we hear the right stuff and sing along with the songs and go through the motions, that we're all good. As important as showing up is, and it's great that you're all here tonight, if you and I don't do any of the things that Jesus talked about, our faith will be counterfeit. It's not just about hearing it. It's about doing something with it. So think about when you learn to drive, and some of you in the room might be thinking about doing that soon. Uh, Some of you in the room might be learning. That's quite a scary thought. Um, But to get a driver's license and to be able to drive, you have to do two tests. Anyone know what those two tests are? Shout it out. Just shout it. Theory and a practical test. So you have to do two of them. Imagine, for a minute, it's just a written test. I don't know about you guys, but for when you learn to drive, but my first time driving was terrifying enough. And I had like an instructor in there with the car who had like a brake on his side where if I was driving dangerously, like he could press it. But if the first time I drove a car, I was expected to do well just because I'd read about it, I don't think that would work. So here's our bottom line for today. Real faith is about doing, not just knowing. And also for those who may be thinking, well, I don't have a faith at all, counterfeit or real, let me give you an alternative to that bottom line, which is exploring faith is about more than just hearing the theory. It's about putting it to the test. And just as a side note, I passed my driving test first time. That has no relevance to the talk, just wanted to throw it in there. So we're going to go back to the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus, uh, remember that bit before when he said, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine puts them into practice, is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. He then adds this. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Here, Jesus is pointing out that the reason the house made it through the storm, it wasn't because somebody knew about the right way to build the house. It's because they put it into action. The man actually did something with what he knew. He knew how to build a strong house, and he actually did it. And Jesus talks about the flip side of this as well, and you might have heard this before, but then he says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Which means you can have 100% church attendance, cruise attendance, know all the right Bible verses, and still create foolish disasters because you didn't do anything with it. When it comes to faith, application is so important. And that's uh, how Jesus continues. He says, the rain came down, same scenario. The streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Like we said, there's more to having a real and authentic faith of your own than just hearing. So remember our bottom line, real faith is about doing, not just knowing. So please hear what I'm not saying today, and I'm not saying that uh, kind of knowing about Jesus or listening to him isn't important, it is. So is showing up at church, so is coming to cruise, so glad you guys are here, like I said, reading the Bible, listening to messages like this, this is so important. You can't do if you don't know. Like even though there's practical parts to learning to drive which are really important, before you can take your driving test, you have to have passed the theory as well. There are some things you need to know. But when you know who Jesus really is, it changes everything. 
It's not just, uh, it's about how knowing changes what you do. Changes how you treat your friends, how you treat your family, how you live your life. But none of that happens if uh, you listen but never do anything with what you hear. So this guy called James, who's actually the brother of Jesus, he puts it this way. He says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Pretty harsh. Putting what we know into practice is so important. But again, let me tell you what the point of this talk isn't, and it isn't to be perfect. It's to move, to try, to give it a shot. Maybe even today to give faith and God a shot. So I'd love us to think back on some of the things we've learned recently. Maybe the things you learned last term at cruise, maybe some of the things that you heard. Did you do anything about what you heard? Is your life any different? Did you let anything change you? Did you try to grow? And guys, this year, I really think let's grow. Let's grow as individuals. Let's grow together as Life Central Youth as well. And let's not just hear, let's do. So remember a couple of things. Remember, real faith is about doing, not just knowing. And exploring faith is about more than just hearing the theory. It's about putting it to the test. So as we wrap up, I want you to know that God wants you to have a personal, very real faith of your own. God doesn't want your relationship with him to just be a carbon copy of someone else's. The person who's sat next to you in the room is really different to you. And actually, so should your faith be as well. But this kind of personal, real faith takes more than just knowing information takes doing something with what you know in your own life.